Welcome back, Rabbi Sai. We are holding Besiyatu Deshmaya in Saita Daf Lamed Hey. This is today Yud Besiyah. Today's Shea has very kindly and generously be sponsored. Le'ilu Nishmas Rachel Bas Yehuda by a very good friend of our Dafiyomi Shea and a good friend of Yeshiva in general, Reb Shea Blaya, for his mother Rachel Bas Yehuda. It should be a, a Ilu for her Neshama. And, uh, of course, the, all the Torah that is being learned for yourself, for the Gans of Mishpach, and thank you for your generosity. So we're holding Be'ezah Hashem at the top of Daflam and Eman Aleph, where the Gemara brings more about the Heiligim Meraglim. Meraglim were Gerosa Tzadikim until they fell. And they fell pretty badly. And they brought Lashon Hora against Eretz Yisrael. And look what happened. Ada Yoimazeh, we've got a Tishabav, as we're going to learn today in today's Daf. Tremendous. Just the, the idea, there's so much to learn from the Meraglim, but just one idea is that how quickly someone can fall. However, you know, and this is what I tell the boys all the time, you know, they're, yeah, ready to leave Rebbe, I'm going to Chutzlaretz, I'm going to make millions of dollars, and I'm going to support Yeshiva, and I've heard all those things before. But I'll upon him, the idea is that they think that, yeah, I'm invincible, I learned a bit, I'm good, but no, 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 no. There's sometimes a lot more. Now, yeah, some boys are ready to leave and go Aldic, but there are boys that need a little bit more time. And uh, we learn from the Miraglim how quick a person can just fall. Let's start, Rabbi Say. Let's begin. Lot to discuss. Right? They reported over and they came. Ksiv Efes ki az ho'om. Omer Rabbi Yechanan. Simon emes levada levoy. Veshem Rav Meir. Kol loshen hora she'in boi dva emes betchilasi. Any loshen hora. Yeah? That doesn't have emes uh, in the beginning. Right? In the beginning of the, 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 the speech. Ein miskayim besoifai. Will not last in the end. And therefore, basically, you're found out to be a shakrin in that case. And, uh, interestingly enough, and that's why the Meraglim started off with the Shvach of Eretz Yisrael first. Because they wanted everyone to accept what they said. Vaita. Vayas koleves ha'omel Moshe omar rabo. Shehisison bedvorim. Right? Which means they, so to speak, enticed everyone with their words. Um... Um, where am I? Pasach Yeshua to Komishtoi, when uh, they saw Yeshua was starting to speak, and he was saying, hey, what's going on here? This doesn't make sense. Omele, the people said, Ah, this one, you know, this one is going to speak over here, this one over here, this is, his head is basically cut off, basically meaning they've got the children to take his Yerusha in Eretz role. Like what? He's going to be the one speaking, and uh, I guess uh, he stopped and didn't speak. Omar, so Kolev said, and obviously Tumat said to himself, if I'm going to say like Yeshua did, and I'm going to go against what the Miraglim are saying badly against Eretz Yisrael, or maybe they're going to make some comment to me as well, and <laughs> I don't know what to do. So therefore he said, listen, is this the only thing that the son of Amram, meaning Moshe Rabbeinu, did? They thought he was speaking badly against Moshe Rabbeinu. That's not was it, the not his kavana. But they took it that way, right? Very interesting. That's what they were speaking badly. So they took anybody else who was speaking was badly. Ishtiku. So they were quiet. Like, okay, let's listen to what he has to say because it looks like he's got some juicy stuff. Omaluhu. He got silence. He got them to do that. Boom. time. If he would say, go and make ladders to go to Shemaim, we do not listen to him. Right? 
In other words, he said, let's go up, let's go, we're going to go and manage to do that. And therefore, basically, what happened was he started by trying to show them that he was going against Moshe Rabbeinu, so they gave him the floor, they gave him the mic, and once he had their, you know, attention, then he spoke out for Moshe Rabbeinu against the Miragel. No, we can't manage, they're much stronger than us. Right, then him. Right, even the Barabbas, meaning the friend of the Rabbani Shalom, is not able to take his kalim over there, out from there. Uh, they were going against the Shemarach. Right, it's an Eretz that eats its, uh, devours, literally, its, its inhabitants. Doresh Rova, in Omare Kodesh Baruchu, Ani, Chashavtia Letoiva. My Kavana was for the good, right? Was, what they saw, people were dying, was actually in their favor. They didn't have that. They came, but them They took it as a bad sign. Ani meaning to wherever they went. some a person would die. because this one over will be like, oh my gosh, the person died. The whole the whole situation over there. They'll be busy with the peril. No one's going to ask about the and what you're doing here. They have no time for that. The economy. Some people say. Eov, actually Eov was the one that died. They treated Kula Alma by Spade and all oh, everyone was giving a spade about his life and about his sorrows and whatever it was. So we made it, nobody had time. So the Rabunship did that the Taiba. Then Moshe the Rod, they thought it was bad. Right? It's a land that eats inhabitants. By the way, another beautiful lesson over here, very special, is that um you know, so many times we look at things going on and we think this is terrible, this is bad, this is crazy. But the Rebunshim was like, hold on a minute, I have a plan. You're taking it the wrong way. How many times in our lives do we think things are just disastrous and terrible and not working out when really the Rebunshim has a gavaldiga kavana, the toiva, but we just took it in the wrong way. Anyway, famous vote from the Hayekikotska, Omer of Moshushi, Muragdim Shakorehain. Right, the Muragdim were liars. I understand, that's Pesedic Amor, right? We all know what they were thinking. That we were in their eyes that way. How do they know that that's what they were thinking, right? And the Gemara said, that's not the case over there, they didn't lie, because right, when they would go over there and they would go and give money, uh, not money, they would give uh, uh, food to people who are Avelim, uh, they would serve it under, under trees of cedar. The Chikazinu, when they saw them coming, they were scared. Sokib Yosubani, they kind of sat in the trees because they didn't want anyone to notice them. Shamatakom and Chazinu Inish, Dominic comes to LA. And therefore they heard people say, you know, the, the interesting, like, very interesting, like, like grasshoppers in the trees over there. So the chat was that, um, when they, when they, when the Muraglim said that we were in their eyes grasshoppers, they were saying it because they had heard that. By the way, the famous Kotzka says that if the way you look at yourself is the way that other people look at you. So therefore the Muraglim were looking at themselves um, as grasshoppers, so mela, when a person looks at themselves in such a way, that is how other people interpret you, which just shows us how careful we have to be when we, uh, you know, look at ourselves. We have to have more confidence. We have to have, you know, a certain, uh, a certain pride of being a yid and, you know, with Bnei Malachim, with Bnei Avram, Yitzhak and Yaakov, and the Rabbanishim chose us as a nation and he loves us more than a, a parent would ever love a only child that they waited 20 years for. Anyway, that was the day before Tisha B'Av, of course. 
um, was the eighth of Av. Obviously, Tishbav hadn't existed then, but meaning it would be Omer Rakodesh Baruch Hu Hein Bachu Pchia Shel Chinam. Remember this famous Yisoyim. I'm sure this is mentioned about eight thousand million times on the day of Tishbav. Soita Daflam and Hey Hein Bachu Pchia Shel Chinam. You cried a cry that was just for nothing, for no reason whatsoever. Right? There was perhaps no reason for them to cry. I'm going to make sure you're going to be crying for future generations as a day of Tisha B'Av. As we know, the destruction of the Basin Midrash and, of course, as the Gemara tells us, the inclusion of any of the Tzoros that Kali Sol ever experienced. We started smashing them with stones. Malamed, it teaches us, not to have on him, They're throwing it up to the Rabbani Shlom Kabiachu. V'yamusu anosha v'yotzi dibas ha'oretz ra b'magifa. Om Rebbe Shimon Menoka, shemesu misa mashuna, they died, it's a very weird and crazy death, but again, you know, I guess it was midu keneged midu, not I guess it was, midu keneged midu for what they did. Om Rebbe Shimon Menoka, Rebbe Shila Ishkbar Tarmaso. Malamed, shenishtar beb l'shoyna v'nofal al tiburan. Right, the tongues became very, very large, and sort of went down, to, all the way down to their stomachs, or down to their belly button, basically. And there were like bugs that were coming out of their tongues and went into their belly button, and from their belly button, and like it was like a conveyor belt almost, all the way, all the way around. And they died with a misa of Ascha, which, by the way, I want to say, is a very big, you saw this, because there's a Gemara, there's a Gemara in Yavomus that tells us about the uh, Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva. And, you know, I like this so much only because this is falling out over here, Gemara and Sota, falling out in the middle of Sphere Soima, which, of course, is the sugya of the Misa of, of Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva. And that's why we have Avelis and Minhogim and all sorts of things that we do listen to music and how Hassan is. And the Gemara tells us that there are all 83 types of deaths. And the worst one is the Misa's Achswa, which is from the throat. They're, they're like a feeling of not being able to breathe and choking and whatever. Chaman and we should never know. But I'll call him. That was how the Tamidi Rabbi Kiva died. Should I not go covered Zelazer? So again, we find that the same you said over here. That's how they died. Vaita, we've got a lot to do, and I don't know how we're going to manage to finish it on time. The Kavish Allah Achon should be swallowed. Mina Yardain, Chazuma Yindim going on. All the water went back to its regular place. Nema, Vayihik Kaadosa Kanim Nosu Aron. With the Shem Etun Chayardin, Nitku Kapois. On the western side, right? So how did they tuck across? That actually the, the, the Oren carried Esnoisov, the ones carrying it, and it crossed. Right, if it carried people carrying it, for sure it can carry itself. Never you shouldn't have touched it. Right, on mistakes of carry on touching the oven. Uh, he went to the bathroom over there in front of the Oren. Sorry, came to Oren. Ponov 
His face changed like a bit like a cold, basically made dark with like pain and sorrow. Why did Tovid die? I'm sorry, why did he punish? Right? That the Uzzah had to die through him. He called him Tovid Zemiros. He called him Tovid Zemiros. like songs. I'm making it a bit light. And it's gone. Even they know that. And yet, put it in a wagon over there. To get the smitten over there. What's pshat? Why? Just by looking, you have to get such a punishment. Rabbi Voz was on the page of Rabbi Lezer. Machlokes Chadom Akoytu Mishdachvim Ayu. They were actually bowing down over there in that case, and as they were reaping all the ground, and they didn't stop in order to give cover to the Oren, and therefore that's Mamash Chayv Misa. The Chadom Amili Nami Amos. They were speaking things that they should have said as we turn right. Hamad Hamad Beis. Man, I'm Ochel Moshe. Who angered you when you're angry? A man also all of us who appeased you, who came to you to appease you in that case, right? And these are the things that they said, which obviously wasn't a nice thing, a respectful thing to say. That was 70 people, men. Each one was equal to 50,000 men. Each and every single one of them were actually equal to the 70 members of the Heidi Gertz Sanhedrin. Every step that he shacked in, right? Right, there should be bombers, right? These, these, these misbechim, I guess, with the full of everything on that, that. That's not true. And I'm Rav Chista. I'll call Sheish v'Sheish Pshia Shorumia. I'll call Sheish Zidra. Shall Sheish Pshia Shiva Poem v'Shiva Elim. Ksiv Kidon. Ksiv Nochin. Oh my Rav Yechon, but Tzkela Kidon. Originally was called Aaron. We're talking about. It's called Kidon. But Ksiv Nochin. Then it was called that in that case. Nimtzus Tatoimish Shlosh Minei Avonim Hayu. You're saying over there that altogether there were three types of stones. Three types of stones. Echad Sheikim Moshe. Both them in that case. How did Kalalisol write the Torah in that case? Very interesting. Shaila, let's try to understand as much as we can over here. Yeah? Um, okay. Um, okay, we'll see later. Daflamud Vov. There's Dafka in 70 languages. Anyway, Rabbi Yudoyme, I'll give you a volume of support. I wrote it on stone. She never accepted a volume of scholarly veritera as Zoys, but I hate it for Holy. Back of Sodos of the Sid, Omer Rabbi Shimon, he told Rabbi Yudoyme, according to you, that it is right there, Masada on Sid on the Xav, Heron the Umer Shal Osas Man, Torah. How did they read? Um, how did they read? 
the 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 the, the words of the Torah. Why? Right? How did they do that? That's the, the how did they? It was covered all over. On my notes, it said, "Bini Yisrael and also the Mekodesh Baruch gave them extra knowledge." The Shigun Nitzrayim, Shalehem, the Kiplu Es, Asiv Yisua. In other words, they managed to peel off the sin in that case, and they um, they had a copy. V'chol v'aldobazeh nis chatim zardin lebe'er shachas shahoya lehem lumoid v'lelomdu. They had ability to learn. But yet, they did not fulfill that ability and they did not learn Rabbi Shimon Omer. And that was said, Kasur actually wrote it on top of the sit, on top of the plaster. Kasur Omer Namata, Lemana Shalayam, do Askem Lassus Kachol, on the Malata, you learned already. Shimahoyo Chosrim, Mitshuva, Mikabam, my son, that would have been accepted. Oma Rava Bar Shila, my time to Rabbi Shimon, what's Rabbi Shimon that was written on top of the sit? The Sevahoyo Amin, Misrav, Sid Al Iski Sid. Rabbi Yudaki Sid, it should be just like Sid. Master, the Ainat Kona and the Ab Oseng Suvanahem, Takona, Ella, Shreifa. There was no other Eitzah apart from Shreifa. And I think this is a perfect, ooh, big duff tomorrow, Rabbi to do over here. Should we just turn the page? I think we should. Let's turn the page. Come on, Ozahad, Tanya, who does the following price to go like? Bishams of Shivyo, the Rabbis Kanan and Shachutz and Orange, Shem Chosu Bichuba, the Kamal son that we can make Kabbalim as we turn them over and Olive. Come on, who's the go like? Give Shimon. That's Paskening, like with Shimon in that case. And very interesting, you saw by the way, just to mention. Is that, uh, do we have a minute for this? Uh, not really. Um, maybe we do actually. So it's interesting, uh, letting you know the Heidegger vision or Absurd of Vision was known to be uh, a big horror, very, very sharp. And um, it was unbelievable. So there was a Yid, and once one of his Hasidim made the trip there to Israel, and um, and when he came back, you know, uh, the, the Rebbe Rabbi Saul said, Shalom Aleichem, and the Chassid said, uh, yeah, I you know, Aleichem Shalom, and the Rebbe said, no, how was it? How was the trip there to Israel? So this Chassid was smart enough to realize, you know, if he said one word to the Rishonah against there to Israel, like, you know, if I avoid what he would get. So, you know, he just basically said, um, I'm not going to say anything. It's better I don't say anything. So the Rebbe said, Amodik Azachob, I say. He said, you know why we call Eretz Israel the promised land, Eretz Israel? Like, what, what's that? So the Chassid said, I have no idea. So I'll tell you why we call it Eretz Because every Yid that goes to this land sees the truth about himself. In other words, the land acts as a mirror reflecting his true spiritual status, staring back at him. In other words, said the Rebbe, the reason why you feel so cold about Eretz Israel is not that, that, that it's the land's identity which is a problem because nothing is further than the truth. You feel cold because that's how you are about your spirituality. And if a Yid goes to Eretz Israel and can't find any good attribute which he can report... That basically is the witness about his own state of spirituality. So it shows a beautiful place, even though, you know, sometimes there are people that complain about this, that, and the other, and we all know what we say, and we have to be careful. It's a show. It's a beautiful place. It's the, it's the land that the Rabbanishim gave us, and we should take that very, very seriously. And uh, Baruch Hashem, we're here. At least I'm here with the boys in Yeshiva. It's Kavaldik. Once again, today's Shea sponsored uh, for Rabshi Ablaya, Grace Hashkoi, for generosity. The initials is Mother Rochel Basti Hudablaya. A great subscribe to you. If you want to sponsor a share in the future, please do that by sending an email to office at basedovid.com. That's office at basedovid, B-E-I-S-D-O-V-I-D.com. Have a wonderful and beautiful day.